Hi, everybody. Welcome to Casey Chiropults, the podcast brought to you by Katz Chiropractic Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. So welcome, everybody. I'm Dr. Michael Perush with Katz Consultants. So glad you joined us today. You know, today I want to talk a little bit about a topic that we've actually been bantering around in our mastermind group uh, for several weeks, and it's about managing a successful team. You know, as a business owner, you have a lot invested in your staff, training, maybe uh, clinic wear, those kind of things, and a lot of time. And it's important that we train them and we train them well and we train them early so that we get the maximum out of that investment. And a lot of times I see doctors who are incredibly busy and they get almost too busy and things like staff training and staff development and working with our staff and staff meetings and those kind of things kind of get shoved by the wayside a little bit because we're busy. Maybe we get behind on our notes or something and we feel like we need to take those times away from our staff so that we can we can manage our own aspect of the clinic. And you know, that's really kind of an unfortunate thought process because we really need to be able to manage and develop our team so that we can have true success. And there's a there's a book that we've been reading in our mastermind program and just kind of picking it apart. And I, I really just wanted to share some of the ideas from that today. And uh, we had come up with the 10 guidelines to help manage and build a successful team. And I thought I'd just kind of go through some of those with you. And the first one is you can't expect 100% of your employees to become the perfect employee. It just doesn't happen. And it doesn't mean that those that only get to 85 or 90% of your expectations, it doesn't mean they're bad employees. It just means you can't have the expectation that everybody is going to get there. But you can expect 5% to get there. And it's that 5% that really kind of primes the pump, if you will, for the rest of the team. Because once you get one of them to buy in, then it's easier for others to begin buying in because they trust each other first before they trust you as the boss. And they're able to speak staff staff conversation to each other. In other words, they help each other buy into that process. So if you get one, if you just get that 5% buying in, then you've done really, really well in taking one of the steps there is to, to uh, making great uh, staff. And number three, the secret is to mold employees around your mission, mold employees around your mission. So docs, let me ask you this. How often do you talk about your clinic mission, your business vision? How often do you talk about how you're giving back to the community and how you're helping patients? Do you talk about cases? Do you talk about um, different things that chiropractic is good for? Do you share interesting things off x-rays and those kind of things? When we help our staff understand our how and our why, then they are much more likely to buy into the process and become much more motivated individuals in the process. Keep in mind too that staff development is your responsibility. Yes, you can hire companies like us to help facilitate training materials, help facilitate training webinars and programs and those kind of things. And we supply our our members with a ton of that kind of thing. But it's important that you take the lead on it. In other words, it has to be managed from top down. 
And if they see that it's important to you and you're guiding and leading the situation, you're guiding and leading the training, you're guiding and leading the importance of it, then they're much more likely to buy into it. And in that process, it's important for you to really learn who your employees are. How are they motivated? What leads them? What's going to help them reach their highest potential? The fifth guideline is nobody rises to the lowest expectation. Just you may you may have a bad hire every once in a while, it happens, but nobody rises to the lowest expectation on their own. So doctors, let me ask you this. How often are you explaining what your expectations are? And you have expectations, but you must convey those to your staff because if they don't know, water seeks its own level, they're only going to rise so far. So make sure that you're sharing your expectations of what you expect from them. Keep in mind too, there is a winner in everyone. So as a business leader, as a business owner, we have to be the coach for our team. And I literally always think of my staff as our team. And I'm the coach and I'm driving them to success. I'm driving them to be to advance on their own. I'm driving them to meet goals and things. And we're having a great team experience along the way. So we have to remember there's a winner in everyone. We just have to figure out ways as the coach to bring that winner out in everybody. Many successful people were once a bad employee, and we all can think back to times where we had a job that we just didn't like, or we were young and we didn't understand that there was a hierarchy in the in the business and those kind of things, but we, we've all been bad employees. So don't be hard on employees who make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but it's one of the greatest learning powers there is in the training process. Along the way, to make people successful... Your goal in managing them and coaching them is to figure out what motivates them, what motivates them. And the only way you're going to know know what motivates them is to spend time with them. So make sure that you're creating those opportunities. The eighth guideline, keeping up morale is dependent on you. This is another one of those top-down strategies. If you come into the clinic and you're mad or angry or just in a bad mood or tired and you walk in the door and you're a grouch, well, guess what? Your staff is going to convey the exact same image. So morale starts with you. If your morale is great, if they see you excited about being there today and excited to see the patients, if you're excited about doing all the little details of your job, they're going to be excited about doing the details of theirs. They're going to mirror you. So whatever's bothering you when you walk into the clinic in the morning, and by the way, be the first one to the clinic, not the last one, be the leader, lead by example. Before you walk into the clinic, And I had a pastor of mine say this to me many, many years ago. Uh, He said it in a sermon. When you have troubles, before you walk into your business or you walk into your house, hang those troubles on the tree outside the door. And when you come out, if the trouble is still there, you've probably had time to figure out a solution or a resolution to it. But a lot of times when you walk out, the wind has taken that problem away and it no longer exists. So hang it on the tree outside the door. If it's still an issue at the end of the day, great. Pick it up, find a resolution to it. Otherwise, let it go. As they say in the movie Frozen, let it go. 
The ninth guideline, no successful business owner has continuous bad luck with employees. Okay. It just doesn't happen. So if you're having bad luck with employees, whether it's bad hires or morale or whatever, look at you first. Remember, it's a top-down process. Number 10, people you hire will have not more or less winning qualities than people who work elsewhere. Okay. Kind of an important principle, and I want, want you to let that soak in for just a second. People you hire will have not more or less winning qualities than people who work elsewhere. Don't be thinking that the grass is greener, that the clinic down the street has a better employee. Learn how to pull the winning qualities out of your employees, and you'll find great success. And it's these principles that help reduce turnover as well. You know, one of the reasons why people leave their job is because they don't understand expectations and they don't get enough training. So be very engaged with your employees with their training. And when you create a great, amazing staff, guess what? They're going to help catapult you to success because they're going to help you take care of your patients. They're going to be engaged in your practice. They're going to become part of your mission. And that's when you get to the point where everyone achieves more, truly. Interesting quote from Disney, our strongest competition is our own reputation. And part of your reputation in your community is how well you treat your employees. And when you treat your employees well, then guess what? Your employees will stay with you. They will refer other patients into you. And you will be a lucky, successful doctor along the way. I'm going to leave you with one more quote. It's from Lou Holtz. What gets recognized gets repeated. What gets recognized gets repeated. And I want you to really live by that adage with your employees. When you recognize them for success, when you recognize their mistakes and help them overcome those mistakes and find good solutions, then they're going to be empowered to help manage your practice and work with you as a team. And they're going to stay with you for a long time. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I appreciate you tuning in to the Casey Cairo Pulse brought to you by Cats Consultants. We're helping you keep your pulse on the success and the profession. And go ahead when you have time, check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and stay well adjusted. See you soon.